The girls today in society go for classical poetry. So to win their hearts, one must quote with ease. Aeschylus and Euripides. Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and sometimes TV. This is episode number 250. We have now done as many episodes as the total number of Pokemon available in Pokemon Gold and Silver before Celebi was added. Or Kobe. I don't know what that one is. I am way down in the times on Pokemon. I remember like 150, right? Yeah, we're 250. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was, was like classic red-blue, you know? And then there was 151, the secret one. Yeah. 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 You gotta collect all of those. Or else. <laughs> Punishment. <laughs> <laughs> I would love if Pokemon had the threat of physical harm to you if you did not collect all I've one. I've got to collect them all, or else I'll be punished brutally. Yeah. Oh, that shit. ups the stakes, doesn't it? Just, or else I will not eat this winter. Yeah, take that, Ash. <laughs> Speaking of uh, a small pieces of larger collections, this week we're talking about Ophelia by Lisa Klein. Basically, it's a long game of No Retreat, No Surrender for Lisa Klein. I mean, I, I'm sure William like... Shakespeare didn't write this. I mean, it's pretty credible. <laughs> Yo, you think this is canon? Yeah, I think this is canonical. I, well, think... I mean, the thing I love about this is just, like, it was at that party when, like, Lisa Klein was just like, wait, 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 what if Ophelia actually got herself to a nunnery? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute, that one line, literal yeah. reading... <laughs> What if she stayed at the nunnery for a third of the book? Yeah, well, we just spent a lot of time in that nunnery. That, yeah. Yeah, nunnery, the book. Yeah, I can it's... imagine no further adventures after she gets to the nunnery, so she'll just stay there. The it's, book. It's basically, it's basically fanfic, right? It's like non-erotic yeah. fanfic for Hamlet. Yeah, yeah the it's opposite sort of, of slash fic, though. It's like dash fic. Well, sort of. So does, is slash inherent, slash is sexual? Yeah. Okay, so Dash is like, they make out once? <laughs> Maybe. Is it, is it like, umlaut fic or something? What, is, what about yeah. smash fic? What Inter-pumped. does that one do? Interpump. They had some embracings upon the flag. Oh, that's crash, uh, crash yeah, fic. Yeah, yeah, oh, come on. I would like to see smush fic. That seems fine. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's just a, a character has sex with a character from the Jersey Shore. Yeah, I was going to say, it's just like what like Ronnie wanted to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Man, oh, please, I wish Ronnie had been in yeah. the book. Can you imagine? Just help Ron smash. Ophelia, crazy. Throw mattress. <laughs> Brush up your Shakespeare. Start quoting him now. Brush up your Shakespeare. Anyway, you can read this book with us for free if you want. You can read along right now by going to audiblepodcast.com slash weep. If you go to that address, you support our show and you get a free audiobook of your choice, including Ophelia. Uh, also, this episode in particular was sponsored by Emily, who says this. This author has also has books about Macbeth's daughter and about a barmaid who is Shakespeare's muse. Well, I haven't read anything else by her. If this book is any indication, she must have something personal against the bard. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Which I like. I like this reading yeah, as did he break up. With yeah, her? yeah. I like this reading is a malicious attack on Shakespeare. I mean, it's, it's more of a Marlowe like... fan. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Um, no, it's just it's nice to like you know, both get revenge and get paid at the same time. Like that's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like living well is already the best revenge, and now you're also getting revenge. 
<laughs> revenge is also yeah. the best revenge. <laughs> revenge has got to be in... And you get all that cold food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I, I think revenge has got to be in the top five best revenges, right? I would assume. <laughs> yeah. If you if you want to read with... if you want to force us to read anything that is a personal attack on some author you like, uh, or if you want to read <laughs> any other Shakespeare smush fiction, you can go to readdishweep.com, sign up on our mailing list, and we'll let you know when we got some more episodes <laughs> available. I would like anything you pick in this category. This is another <laughs> another sponsorship genre. I appreciate. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, give give me some Snooky and All's Well that ends well. <laughs> you know, what's weird about this episode, just thinking ahead, is that normally personal attacks on famous <laughs> authors are our trick. That's what we do, but Lisa Klein's already doing it for us. So now we're attacking Lisa Klein, but defending somebody else. And so I guess the enemy of our enemy is our friend? Yeah, Maybe. I think so. I guess we're on Bill's side here. What about yeah. like the frenemy of my frenemy? How do we qualify that Also person? my frenemy, I think. Is still someone I text with occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll respond maybe to their Facebook invite, but I will not actually go. What about the like the blocked person of my Facebook friend? I don't know how you'd ever see that person. You never know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> might be a sex criminal. <laughs> Whoa, that's a big deal. Yeah. They might be though. <laughs> I cannot yeah. prove that they are not. That's a good He's point. Not, I don't know. Attributing random rapist crimes to random characters in Shakespeare is what Lisa Klein is all about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, so. Yeah. So was that guy a rapist in canon, or not? Fortinbras? No, not for, well. Well, that Ed. guy too. Which one? But, which which oh, rapist? Sorry. Exactly. Edmund. I was thinking Edmund. <laughs> Edmund. He is not a character. She could have at least made it Osric. Yeah. Oh boy, yeah. guys, I'm getting out of myself. <laughs> Whoa. Oh boy. Aligning <laughs> Osric already. I can't wait. I can't oh, wait. I'm so excited to talk about all of this. I it. Uh, Should we we introduce the plot so we can get on this train? Well, we got to introduce the panel first. I'm your host. I'm at Alex underscore Falcone on Twitter. But we have a very cool panel today. First up, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter. In Brooklyn, New York, it's Chris Smith. Alex, haven't you heard? Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. I've heard that. We are uh, And other famous lines that may or may not be from Hamlet or Hamlet-related plays. Uh, Oh, I thought you were just reading off the Amazon-suggested books when you buy this one. (laughs) I yeah. think that's how she wrote this. Lisa yeah. Klein is no Tom yeah, Stoppard. No. Yeah, what a bummer. Poor Tom. <laughs> I'm in with this. Uh, also joining us today, he's a dad. <laughs> in San Francisco, California, please welcome back Ezra Fox. Uh, Alex, I'm going to lean forward so you can smell my rosemary-scented hair. Mm. Oh, it's been so long. <laughs> welcome back, buddy. It smells like <laughs> pasta. <laughs> it's gonna help with memory. They kept they kept seasoning their bodies with food smells. I thought that was interesting. It's like yeah, it was really yeah. It was like food porn just without like enough food and just like it was like well we got yeah we got so, the bodies. So you mean and then I lightly sautéed myself with garlic <laughs> <laughs> for for longevity? I don't know. Yeah, uh, for sexiness. As it's so good to have you back. It is good to be back. I uh, I mean so far all my notes are basically baby and poop related. Oh good. So, so, a lot. so the so only difference is the baby part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, baby Hamlet should have been called Hamlet Lit, right? Like the littlest Hamlet? Oh, like yeah. little Hamley? Oh, yeah. Hamlet. Hamlet. Oh, I get it. Hamlito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so as is going to be, uh, you're back. You're doing the thing that a lot of new parents do. Uh, you're you're going part-time for a little while. Half-assing it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
I was going to say part-time. Reneging on a lot of non-child commitments mm-hmm. is what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be bobbing and weaving. Yeah. Uh, next week. Ta- Tanya Nez will be trading off a little bit in the next couple of weeks. He's still uh, he's still at point five times, so he gets partial benefits, but he's not he's not back all the way. Yeah, I still get a lot of like, I don't know, kind of dirty glances. I think around the uh, around the read and weep office. You're like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that nice is our benefits program, off. by the way. That's just dirty looks <laughs> at the office. And free dental, which is where we smile, but menacing. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today, she's at Sarah Hathaway uh, on Twitter in Chicago, Illinois. It's Sarah Hathaway. Sacre bleu! I am a French nun. <laughs> Keep your chaste treasure safe. I <laughs> you like a French oh, accent, so that was one of my favorite characters. I I was wondering. You mean oh. all of them? Yeah, all all ten million nuns. I could not tell apart. <laughs> There's the one that died. Yeah, yeah. The one the one on the oh, hunger yeah, strike. Yeah, the one that died with um um uh stigmata. You see, a stigmata and like nursing Hamilito. Uh, <laughs> thought it was baby Jesus. Jesus Lito. Wait, so yeah. is there a Spanish word for yeah. medium-sized, or a Spanish suffix? Because Medio. What? <laughs> it's medio. Okay, well, so so there's Hamlet, Hamlet Medio, which is the one that's actually uh, in the book a lot. And oh, then right, there Hamlet. was Papa Ham- Hamlet. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Papa yeah. Hamlet. Was he Hamlet. Trip? Was he Trip Hamlet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would make Ophelia Piper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys, let's find out what happened in this book. I'm uh, i <laughs> I'm excited for you to know about it, because you probably didn't before. I'm assuming this is not huge. Uh, Chris, I would yes. like you to summarize this in the style of an Elizabethan woman, either mad or playing at madness. Your choice. Okay. Um, I will counter that offer with, in the style of all Elizabeth- Elizabethan women in this book, I will speak plainly as an American. <laughs> if you could have modern sensibilities throughout, I would appreciate that. <laughs> yes, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> so here goes Ophelia <laughs> Sarah's feeling okay. so many feelings today Yeah. so we all know yeah. that Ophelia kills herself in the play Hamlet but what this book presupposes is maybe she didn't <laughs> maybe she had just yeah. finished reading Romeo and Juliet and was going to do a yeah. fake dying potion and so yeah. this book is Hamlet told from Ophelia's perspective but really it's divided into three acts as most plays that people can think of are. Um, the first one is Hamlet Babies, uh, where everybody is kids. Hamlet and Hamlet Babies, babies. gonna stab for you. Oh, yeah, nice. I was gonna say, Hamlet Babies, where everybody's gonna die. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> also good. God, everybody's gonna die. And then the second act is actually the events of the play, Hamlet. Um, if you haven't heard of it, it's by William Shakespeare, and mm. is considered one of the greatest works of Wait, English literature in the canon. what else did he do? That sounds familiar. Um, uh, he from the from the writer that also brought you Romeo and Juliet. Oh, and also yeah, brought yeah. you Twelfth Night and Richard the Third. I like the one where they spin uh, the guns. Is that Romeo and Juliet? Uh, no, that's um, Dust Till Dawn <laughs> or Boondock Saints, maybe. Oh yeah, that one was good too. Uh, I definitely like the Romeo and Juliet where they spin the guns, though. We should <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, and, Romeo um, plus sign Juliet. Yeah, from the writer Romeo that inspired. Die. Yeah, no, you guys, from the writer who inspired ten things I hate about you. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and the Lion and King. Much ado about nothing. Yes, and O. <laughs> and Clueless. And Clueless. No, that's no, not no, Nope, nope. Still good. <laughs> and one of the Twilight books, but not good. Mm. <laughs> Comes the tale of a girl who likes a boy, and the boy is bipolar. 
and she's also crazy. And then she fakes a suicide, I guess, and then goes to live in a nunnery. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow, that was a lot of build-up, Chris, for a pretty slight uh, a light. No, I just summary. I have such trouble caring about this because it ends yeah. not with the events of the play, and she fakes her death and rides off, rides off into the sunset, but she actually gets thee to a nunnery. Yeah. And she actually goes, and she's pregnant with Hamlet's baby because they got secret married, never discussed in the book. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, you know, she goes and has a baby and learns about uh, temperance and kindness and um, God. And gardening. And and gardening. Yeah. And, and the powers of eating vegetables and, and, and then walking she, 20 and minutes then she, a day. And uh, then she hooks up with Hamlet's bestie. Yeah, Horatio, the only person to really survive. <laughs> yeah. Except for in Brass, who was uh, retrofitted as a rapist. <laughs> Retconned. After, That's right. It's after, Retconned? Aftermarket. Oh, <laughs> I like that they had to go back and install aftermarket sexual problems. <laughs> oh god, yeah, it's not it's all not factoring for sure. I think they'll probably like decrease the resale value, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. I buy don't that. think. I would not recommend this for anyone. <laughs> but like this book, the middle of it's full of like her peeking from under tables and behind curtains and seeing the events of Hamlet and telling you how she doesn't like oh. it very much. And I mean, I can and see this that. book it's... is worthless. It's yeah. worthless, and it made me mad. The end. <laughs> Chris finally takes the gloves off in his summaries. <laughs> Good day, yeah. sir. Yeah. Very well done. Well, let's find out something nice about it uh, first, uh, because that is the rule. And so we're going to start with a major compliment. Sarah, as our guest, you can go first or last. What's your, which do you prefer? Um, I'll go first. Great. What's your big compliment for Ophelia? Uh, Man, guys, no joke. I gotta give it up to my girl, Christiana, the Regina George of Elsinore. <laughs> you know why her hair's so it big? It was this character. It's full of secrets. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. There was this girl. So, like, part of the book dealt with Ophelia um, trying to navigate the ins and outs of social life at court. She was the queen's, one of the queen's, like, ladies in waiting. But there was this other lady-in-waiting named Christiana who apparently had a big-ass nose but green eyes, so she thought she was the shit. <laughs> so she thinks she's cute. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, she cute. Um, so, and Christiana just, like, mean-girled her the whole book, and I loved it. Like, whenever we checked back in with her, Christiana was like, Ew, your dress is gross, and your boyfriend is crazily stabbing people. <laughs> well, <laughs> and it was like such a nice break from all of the like high melodrama, just to have normal like teenage girl cattiness. Yeah, and, her- and like Ophelia's response was like, "Oh, he has a good reason for stabbing people." <laughs> well, he he did. Yeah, because he he thought that my dad was not my dad. Yeah, he called him a rat. So I heard from behind the heiress. <laughs> Uh, I just liked it because also Ophelia sucked, and it was nice to have someone acknowledge that. Yeah, yeah she sucked. <laughs> yeah, she sucked. I mean, we almost got two people who hate on Ophelia because uh, we also had like you know, uh, bitchy nun, but bitchy nun turned out to be nice nun at the end, which yeah, was yeah, she turned out to be bitchy nun with yeah, a heart bitchy, of gold. Bitchy nun had a dark secret. Yeah, which was like you and I have the same past, basically, which is a little too good. Kind of, only like really not really because. All of their countries bordered each other, and it was just that they happened to know the same king. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, and if I happen to know, I mean that actually he did sexually assault her. So. Yeah. yeah, and by border, you mean they're across a sea, but sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean border, as all countries border. Yes. As we border Africa, 
Uh, also a country. Right, a country of Africa. It's yeah. all one circle of life, isn't it? What? You're, you're killing it on geography, Sarah. <laughs> I'm a geography expert with lots of feelings. <laughs> I, I think, Ezra, you should go next as part of your welcome home. All right. Um, yeah, a little, bit, a little bit rusty. Without the old notes. Well, off the dust. <laughs> um, so there was one good line, I thought. Um, uh, that was some very thorough pantomime that right? we got to watch on the video. <laughs> Obviously, your notes are on a computer. Continue. Uh, um, so, yeah, uh, at one point, Ophelia does say one thing that I like, which is that writing is like applying leeches to the mind. Yeah. Um, which is kind of fun. In that um, it's not great medicine for it. <laughs> which, like, well, if all you have is leeches, I guess that works. <laughs> yeah, it's too bad it's not like applying a... Uh, a modern, well-targeted drug to the mind. No, no. But, I mean, I just like the idea of, like, everything, like, she can only, I guess, she can only inter- understand things in terms of, like, the best technology they have. So right. it's just like, it's yes. like, like, wow, exercise is like applying leeches to the stomach, you know? <laughs> or, yes. like, but... This is their only technology? Yeah, right. Yeah. It's like, well, oh, oh, wow, like, this, like, this symphony is, like, applying leeches to my ears. Like, everything is, like, like applying leech. leeches to my soul. Yeah. Leeches are great, guys. Team leeches. I mean, I like metaphorical leeches a lot more. Because I feel like one of the big problems with the leech actually leeching you is that it's touching you the whole time, and it's like a big bug. It's a big bug, and then, ew, blood. Yes. I don't know. Well, I mean, I think it's a win-win, guys. Well, in this case, then, like, creative ideas are like your brain's blood. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's a gross way to think of books. And the bad humors. That are oh. imbalanced. Yeah, never forget the four humors that have to stay in balance. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, the four humors, which are uh, um, uh, sweet, Chocolate, salty, yeah, 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 the good humor, 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 and blood, and blood, also the blood, and bile, and bile. All right, so my major compliment is this: I, I feel really at home in uh, in Shakespeare and Shakespeare-like times because basically <laughs> everyone has face phasia back then. Like, it's the classic Shakespeare thing that people, like, it's just like, uh, twins, I can't tell the difference. Uh, if two yes. people wear the same hat, I assume they're the same person. If somebody changes a hat, I assume they're a popper and I don't recognize them no matter what they're doing. And, like, just... Yeah. people. People are always hiding. Like, you cut your hair, you're a boy. Yeah, uh, if someone hides Alex, behind a curtain, I'm assuming I can stab them. Yeah. Alex, I just assume this is before the time of corrective lenses, right? So everybody's just squinting yeah. at everybody else, barely seeing. Oh, that's such yeah. a yeah. great reading of it. Like, anytime they're confused between two people, it's just a bunch of squinty-eyed. Like, well, it's just because they recommend leeches for eyeglasses. And there's only the sharp-eyed person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Eyeglasses yeah, your are eyes the suck. leeches yeah. of your eyeballs. <laughs> oh, God. They're always doing that up close needlework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah that's all it's all they can see. Yeah. 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 There's no light really, it's just smoky castles from all the candles and Yeah, I feel right at home there because I don't Yeah, filled with ghost clouds. <laughs> <laughs> just clouds of ghosts. So you think that's your peer group is like dirty, pox ridden people with bad eyesight? I wouldn't say peer group, but people who are just as good at remembering characters in books as I am. <laughs> that's my percentile. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm a... How's your pox doing, Alex? <laughs> uh, it's got the is leeches. Okay? Did you just wish a pox on me? Yeah. No, I'm I'm concerned. Yeah, inquired I'm concerned about the pox about how on far you. It's oh, my the pox is fine. It's you know it's getting a little bored. It feels like you know it would like to go to a nunnery. 
Uh, that's boring there too. Don't tell Pox. I have. <laughs> I'm gonna put little tiny leeches on each of my little Pox. Oh, that's cute. At least a little. Uh, Chris, that leaves you. What's your major compliment? Uh, similar to Sarah, I liked some of the extra events in the book. Like there was a masquerade where um, where Simba and Nala totally played pranks yeah. on Timon and Pumbaa. I like that. And they made them both fall in love with the Regina George character. Wait, that's who Timon and Pumbaa are? Mm-hmm. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Man, it, this yeah. would be so much sadder if that other play was called Timon and Pumbaa Are Dead. Oh my god, Timon and Puma or dead. I'd be hella bummed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but they still spend a lot of it discussing, like, the nature of man. <laughs> I, oh, it's so great. Rosencrantz and Skildeser were just super flatulent the entire time as well. <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. Well, can we get into hates, actually? Yeah, let's do yeah. Sure, we yeah. can do that. Uh, okay. Go for it. This is a story oh, we, don't have a, we don't have a clever pun name for this one? Oh, sure. We're going to join the, the court of hate mark. Hmm. Ooh. And we'll, we'll all be stuck. And we'll think it's nice, but it's secretly a prison. Uh, I'm a lady in hating. <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. So, uh, good job. I mean, I'm that proud of you, but also I wish I thought of that. <laughs> Good work. Um, uh, all right. In any order, what's something that you did not like about this book? Go ahead, Ed. I, mean, I have a problem with any like time you have a supernatural being that just like, you know, conveniently limits his or her powers. I guess so. It's like, you know, ghost ghost dad is like, like, hey, uh, I got killed. It's on you to do something about it now. Like, you, you are a ghost. You can haunt things. Like, help him out a little bit. You haunt know, the whole play when everybody's there watching. Yeah, yeah. Just a little yeah, or haunt your murderer. Anything, anything would be better. Haunt the bishop? Who's in charge of law and order at this time? Haunting the bishop sounds like a, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you it know. does. It does. Haunting that sounds bishop. a little sinful. It, yeah. Yeah, it's it's when you do that though, but with just your mind. Whoa. <laughs> that would be pretty cool, right? If you haunt, you could haunt the bishop. Could you haunt other people's bishops also? No, that would be... That is... No. One man cannot have that much power. <laughs> yeah. That is too much power. Uh, well, can I just do my classic hate just to get this out of the way? Sure. Okay. There's a point where she goes, I felt as though I was living in a playwright's tragedy. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Here we are in a play. You fucking are. Shut up. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. There was a lot of shading of Shakespeare in this book, like a shocking amount considering the subject matter. Like there were a lot of times where she was like, mm, that language was too melodramatic. <laughs> like this seems really unnatural. Like all of these asides that were like, lady, like fuck off. Like what are you doing? Yeah. If you don't like this play, don't write your book about it. No one is, maybe she was being haunted to write this book. <laughs> right. That's the only explanation I can this think of. This is what the leeches like made her like do. Hamlet. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you know, like, a charitable reading is that she's seeking sympathy from teenage readers who don't like Hamlet. But, like, yeah. at the same time, Hamlet's great, and you shouldn't discourage people. Yeah, also, also like, it's way yeah. shorter than this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, way shorter, way less shitty. Also, well, yeah. yeah, this is true. Although, I do feel like, yeah, I mean, like, really, all of that's true. But also, if you're setting out to be like, well, this is my little romance novel that's super better than Shakespeare, like, obviously, you're not gonna, you're not gonna do that. It's not gonna work. You're, yeah. Yeah, and also, like, 
if it's supposed to be a romance novel, where the hell was the romance? It was like all of these characters, you never got a sense of any of them. But you never got a sense of who anyone was, despite the fact that this was like a really long-winded first-person narrative. I felt like I didn't know Ophelia at all. Well, I feel like I didn't know Hamlet I mean, at all. I, I didn't did, like get. I did like the romance. Why they cared. I liked the romance between Regina George and Timon. I mean, like that was that yeah. was something. I felt well, like Timon off. thought it was going to be romance. Too, and then, too many, yeah. too many, too many fake character names. Super lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, they like, played that prank where they like made the Regina George character like have sex with that guy. Oh, I did like <laughs> that. Great I like. I like any time yeah. you can trick somebody into having sex with somebody else. Because, like, it's, that's I sort of like an accomplishment, well. right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Like, people don't just get to have sex with other people. So if you get to do it on, like, a dare, on, like, a broken, yeah. on a lie, this, I don't this know. Band of... Like, why was unclear? Wait. They're like, this is a great revenge plan. I'm like, they're fine. They had a great casual hookup, and then no, nothing ever came of it. Yeah. There was never any consequences. Christiana wasn't embarrassed. Yeah. Like, she was sex positive. It was all totally fine. <laughs> yeah, I feel like if this was much ado about nothing, the Duke would just be like, ha-ha, people having sex now. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys, did you guys also hate for Ophelia the, uh, the forced feminism or, like, the forced, like, all men are bad except for maybe Horatio? Yes. And all women are good, each and every one of them? And also, like, for some bitches. reason, let's just right. add some rape in. Let's just shade in with rape. I, oh my god! I yeah. I really hated the the double like she wanted to have her cake and eat it too because she wanted to have Ophelia be like an accurate representation of what women's lives were at the time presumably but she wanted to have her have all these like modernist thoughts that were like women are strong and intelligent but her brand of feminism was so backwards and yes. and black and white yes I would like oh. to hear more thoughts about that I because I was like. Uh, well, first of all, Sarah, take your gloves back off. It feels like you've put them on for a little while. I was thinking about Timon and Pumbaa, and I got too happy. Now I'm mad. <laughs> they do ruin a lot of things. Can you guys believe that there really, is like a, there really is like a five-minute fart song in a Disney movie? That seems, that seems like someone would have noticed that during production, right? <laughs> like 400 million like uh, domestic box office. Fantastic. I, mean, I, yeah. it's a, I love... I mean, it's a terrific movie. But then, like, sometimes you go back and you're like, wow, that really is just five-minute song about farting. Not in front of the kids. <laughs> but they do show, like, the grass wilting from one of his farts. It's kind of an intense... It's a deep yeah, dive into like the a, smells yeah, of Yeah, he brings some thunder, for sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, you go back to being angry. I just... I guess I, oh, yeah. I wonder about it, about, like, choosing... Because, like, I don't disagree with any of her modern philosophy about the gender roles exactly like she seems it seems fine but it feels so out of place for like but it does seem Elizabeth like weird to pick, times. to pick an insane character from this book and be like well let's make her super awesome yeah what if she was sane and just kind of faking it yeah, the whole time and not dead yeah she was pretending to be crazy what if she was pretending to be dead what if we took all of the things that happen in to her in the story canonically and let's just make all of them fake yeah what if it was a dream it was all a pretend Except the nunnery, which turned out to be way too real. Oh, her idea of giving her power is to still have her equally marginalized in the plot of the play. Like, she doesn't yes. do anything in the plot of the play outside of what is already in Shakespeare's script. 
Right. Uh, well, that, those are, to yeah, make those are her... fixed points in time to like right. borrow from Doctor <laughs> Yeah, Who, but, but she's not involved beyond that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that there would be like more backstory about what she was doing along with it, but it was literally just like she would be in her room and her maid would come in and be like, yo, your dad was stabbed. And then she'd be like, uh-oh. And then nothing would happen for five days. And then she'd be like, time to put on my flower crown and go sing this crazy song. Like, yeah. nothing nothing happened in I don't between. know, that sounds pretty and sane when you her... say that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, it's time for, the, then... time for the crazy song. Yep, oh, five o'clock. <laughs> Clock in. Crazy. But then also, like, her whole arc was defined by her relationship with other men. It was about how uncomfortable she felt with her father and her brother. And then it was about being pregnant. And then it was about how she was going to, like, deal with this evidence of having been touched by a man. Like, none of the stuff was her own choice or, like, her own agency. She only went to the nunnery because she thought she read something into Hamlet yelling at her. Sarah, I'm going to stop you like, for just one second. Who is the hyena? Never stop me. <laughs> what? Who's the hyena in this book? Oh, Edmund could have been a hyena. hyena? Edmund's Edmund. the hyena. Oh, uh, okay. Because now I could just... I, I'd like to go back if I had to reread this, and I will just imagine Whoopi Goldberg as Edmund. Yeah, he's the Whoopi hyena. <laughs> That would make it more fun. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Really? Why? Yeah. They, he was going to sexually assault her. Well, allegedly. He he tried to kill her. He killed her pillow. Like, and thought it was her. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um. <laughs> he did. Um, he, he killed her Tempur-Pedic matches. I also don't know why he was there. Your sleep number he is was dead. <laughs> 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 there, there is some weird sex things too. Like it's also weird that like Hamlet tries to have sex with his wife in the morgue slash graveyard thing. That seems rude. Well, he's he wears all black. He's very dramatic. Rude to whom you know? specifically? Uh, well, everyone. Her back. The memories. <laughs> <laughs> her back definitely. Uh, yeah, That's... memories. Also, since they're since we are this book posits that ghosts are real. You know, all of the ghosts who have to watch it. That's uh, right. The the partial possible other mourner who might walk in. <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of people are dying. God. There's a lot of people at the cemetery, presumably. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Although the grave digger's probably into it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> keep on digging. Uh, yeah, keep on digging. Oh, oh that's, that's a hate I have. I hate that. I have that hate now, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Remember when Horatio walks in and goes, I just had the weirdest time with Hamlet in the graveyard. He picked up this skull and said some shit about Yorick. <laughs> That was so awful. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, I like, one of the greatest screamed monologues. out loud. I got so frustrated at that part. I didn't... So again, not having read the play, and also this is not in the Lion King part, why is the skull just sitting there? No, well, he wanders upon a graveyard uh, within the castle, and he picks up a skull, and yeah, yeah, right, but you're still uh, not, like, goes on about the wait, nature wait, of death. Wait, and slow life. down. You skipped a part. Why is the skull just sitting there? Well, there's someone who's, you know, they've been renovating the graveyard and you dig up stuff. Oh, really? They're just like, they're putting in like new, like granite countertops in the graveyard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a new backsplash. Yeah, it's by the good folks at Caesarstone. (laughs) (laughs) Obscure joke. Uh, Do you, uh, but so there's just, they're like, they dug him up, like dusted him off. He's only been dead like a short time in this book at this point. So his skull still got like pieces on it. Just, and then just he picks it up and chats with it. That's weird. Well, maybe he picked up an older skull. I mean, there's, there's no guarantee that the skull he picks up is actually Yorick's Dental skull. records, though. <laughs> you know, it was imprinting. Yeah. <laughs> Dental records are the leech of information. <laughs> yes, that's right. 
do you guys ever get the feeling like when you're listening to this, that, like all of the nonsense going on in the monarchy is why everything is so expensive in, in Denmark? <laughs> like, if they could just get yeah. their domestic shit together, I could afford stuff This was stuff a bummer there. for me, because I love Denmark, so I was happy any time they mentioned the word Denmark, uh-huh. and then, like, everything else about this was terrible. I was like, oh, why would you disperse Denmark? And I was actually, I've been to this uh, castle at one point. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's a place. You're like, Was it full of ghosts reading erotic fiction? Uh, here's where I remember. It cost money to get inside of it, but I had like a pass that would let me into like the naval museum that was like nearby, so I went to that for most of the day. <laughs> okay. Rather than spending the money. Just like Ophelia. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> it was a fascinating nearby, story. Near the action. Y- your story was yeah. like, I went to this castle, but it was cheaper to go to the navy yard. It was. Meanwhile, the naval in museums. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! And this weird this plot. I have a plot hate, which is that yeah. Gertrude, Queen Gertrude, who's like this you know oh. terrible queen who marries uh, her uh, dead husband's brother, and except is, she you know, seems dies hella nice, and then it's inexplicable why she married him. Exactly. In in the context of this book, it's she's hella nice because she's a lady, uh-huh. um, and yeah. she's like a surrogate mom to Ophelia, which the book doesn't ever you know the play never re- presupposes that they know each other well. Um, and, and well, they read dirty books her... together, so they're bust buds. Yeah, they read dirty books together, and she gives Ophelia basically a dowry. Guys, guys, are we best um, buds then? Yeah, I think oh, so. Definitely. Are we all friends? Yay! <laughs> The following totally genuine secret recording of a Read It and Weep staff retreat to Stratford-upon-Avon has nothing to do with audiblepodcast.com slash weep. Get a free audiobook and support our show. That was a great brainstorming session, everybody. As do you feel like you're up to speed on everything? Oh, definitely. It is great to be back. Thanks for paying for us to travel here. We really deserve a treat after Ophelia. Huh, what was that? Eh, never mind. Uh, like Ez was saying, thanks for providing bagels and coffee, Alex. That was really nice of you, dude. No problem. I mean, I know Warwickshire, England is kind of a long way to travel for this, but it was like the only place I could find conference space on such short notice. Plus, I thought it was fitting, you know, since we just finished reading Ophelia. Jeez, what is that? It sounds like somebody's wailing whenever you mention Lisa Klein's book, Ophelia. Oh, come on! What? Who's there? It's me, William Shakespeare. It's a g-g-g-g-g-g-ghost. Yeah, yeah, it's me. Cool your dicks. Cool our dicks. I'm trying to make that a thing people say, but it isn't working. I have a great track record with catchphrases, but they can't all be gems. So, so what's with all the wailing? I'm just so upset by the boring revisionist work by Lisa Klein. For one thing, can't you come up with your own characters for butthole's sake? For butthole's sake? What? Look, ease off, taint munch. Uh, it's it's kind of hypocritical for you to complain about stealing other people's characters, Will. I mean, aren't most of your plays based on earlier works? True, true. But it was a different time. We were all so young back then. And at least I made them better. I mean, Othello is way better than Un Capitano Moro. I'm sure it is. Trust me, Taint Munch, it is. But Ophelia is like if somebody thought the main problem with Hamlet was that it was too captivating. 
Hamlet ends in tragedy with a pile of bodies. Ophelia ends with two hours describing life in a nunnery. You know why I didn't write that into the play? Because nobody wants to hear about it. Ooh. Whoa, whoa. Cool, cool your dicks, Mr. Shakespeare. Oh, I do it to myself and my multiple dicks, too. It just makes me so mad thinking about Ophelia being a 17th century Dr. Quinn who only pretends to be crazy. It was a tragedy. She wasn't supposed to come back to life and live happily ever after. I mean, we know that, William. We hate the book Ophelia as much as you do. But you need to stop dwelling on it, man. Yeah, Taint Munch, you're public domain now. People are going to ruin your work. I'm dead. I've got nothing but time. What else am I going to do besides dwell on crappy revisionist novels? You know what you need? You need an audiobook from audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. I, mean, I think you'd really like, for example, uh, Bill Bryson's Shakespeare, The World is a Stage. I mean, it separates a lot of fact from fiction about your life, and you know, because it's Bill Bryson, it's super funny and listenable, and he narrates it himself. But I can't afford audiobooks. I'm just a ghost. Oh, I'd forgotten. It's a g g g g g g ghost Billy, you're in luck. If you go to audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep, you can get a book of your choice absolutely for free. And you support our show for butthole's sake. But I don't live in the U.S., so that offer isn't valid for me. Well, fuck to. Go to audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep and get a free audiobook for free. Unless you live outside the U.S., in which you can't. We're sorry. Well, I'm gonna head back to my grave now. This is the ghost of William Shakespeare saying, Good night, good luck. And if you're gonna fuck a pig, do it standing up! Huh. Well, I guess they can't all be gems. Alright, so you guys, really quick, for our, uh, our final segment, we're gonna play a game of No Retreat, No Surrender. Emily had originally asked us to play... Uh, Claire Ezra explains it all if we could make it make sense, but I don't think it quite works here. And I would, I really think that because this book is basically a game of No Retreat, No Surrender, uh, I would love to play it more. So, I mean, like, obviously, if you're reading this book, you'd probably be like, your obvious No Retreat is, uh, wouldn't it be fun to hear a whole other book uh, or play about this minor character, Hamlet, who seems more interesting? Yes. Uh, I can see how that would happen. So it's like that. That's how you play the game. Uh, it's based on the movie No Retreat, No Surrender, where some of the minor characters are more interesting than the major ones. So in any order, what is something, who is a character from this book that you would like to read more about? Or possibly, uh, who is a character from an other Shakespeare play that you would like to get their own spinoffs? Okay, because between Rosencrantz and Guildenstern and Ophelia and Hamlet, we're sort of running low on characters from this book. I wanted to hear about, yeah, Elnora. What's Elnora doing all day? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just knitting, cross stitching. Just, just snoozing, snoozing, knitting, thinking about some, some dick. Yeah. Every once in a while, a rebellious fart. <laughs> yeah. She could clear the I savannah mean, after every meal. <laughs> yeah. I, I know what I wanted. Which was, I wanted to follow Yorick's skull, just like for the next like 200 years. <laughs> oh, so like the book is like, it's me, Yorick, Hamlet as told by a skull. <laughs> it's me, Yorick. Alas, poor me. Yeah. <laughs> I knew me pretty Yorick's well. story. <laughs> yeah. When you're dead, your family, really Yorick. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's like Yorick as the sponsor for Olive Garden. <laughs> that's right. When you're it's dead, your family. He's trying to rebrand himself. <laughs> Also, bottomless salad. Uh, 
I I don't understand Yorick's story because like he's like a clown in the first act, and then the second act he's a clean skull. Like, what happened to Yorick? He was just there. I mean, he was just there as like like sulfuric one of acid. Easter I think. Eggs. Oh. What? I said sulfuric acid. <laughs> well, there's that too for sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it takes flesh off a bone. Yeah, it does. Uh, also, leeches. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like leeches for that. For the brain. I definitely would like to hear Yorick. I also liked the bribable preacher. I would like to follow his story. When they had their secret wedding... The, oh, yeah, preacher for hire. Yeah, there was like the preacher who was like, I don't know, I think I'm going to read this normal verse about weddings. And Hamill was like, if you want your 50 gold coins, cut to the cut to the chase, man. And then he like reads the one that they want him to read, and then they kiss. It's great. And he's yeah, just like, maybe he does all kinds of secret marriages. Like maybe Christiana was like married four different times by this guy. Right, right. He was performing. Yeah, that'd be great. He was great. performing some secret gay marriages. What about the lead player? I mean, he gets his own story really in Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. But in this book, the only time he's really mentioned is they say he's super fat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like they're like yeah, the the super super fat lead player <laughs> nodded and then did his play. It's like well, that was a weird. Side note, put it. I don't understand this whole play thing. So he basically, he's like, so like a troop of actors show up and they're like, hey, why don't you have your non-writer actor friend write and direct a play right now? That seems like a weird artistic decision for that theater company. Well, he's paying. (laughs) Yeah, it's, I mean, in, it's, it's just one of the mind games that Hamlet plays with the king. I understand that. Hamlet. What is the and mind it's, it's game great, that the, yeah. the actors are playing? Why does that? Why the actors are playing the money game? They just showed up to do entertainment, and apparently they had some other like kind of gross comedy they were going to do. And Hamlet's like, "Do you want to do this instead?" And they're like, "Yeah, why not?" So they just like rehearsed this whole thing up to speed, and then perform. Like they're don't they have other tour dates? Yeah. To hit? Don't they have to go like juggle in Sweden at some point? No, yeah, they're... but it, it's only for like a week, and and you really should read Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead if you have questions about the also, players. Also, it seems like a really bad play if they wrote it and rehearsed ooh, it in a week. Ooh, guys. Yeah, but it was based on real events, so Hamlet just, you know. <laughs> also, hope... standards for entertainment were He just like pulled really up low. his yeah. oh, that's possible. His Instagram of all the murders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Regram. <laughs> uh, other, do you have other Shakespeare characters you'd like to hear more about? Because I know she's written some other ones. Um, I mean, I got, I got one. Uh, so, if I understand this right, in uh, the Winter's Tale, um, there's a bear briefly. Yes, he's pursuing um, what, someone. Briefly? Well, yeah. yeah, a bear. Yeah. yeah, except pursued by a bear. It's one of two stage directions written in Shakespeare's handwriting. Okay, pursued by a bear. That it bear. was one of two of his his stage directions. He doesn't have stage directions in any of the first folio. That's one of the only ones. Right, but wha- what's the other one? Oh, yeah, good question. Uh, I think it's just, like, excellence all. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So he just didn't want to leave it up to the actor's discretion whether or not they got pursued by a bear? <laughs> well, yeah. he gets eaten by it. Oh, shit. Well, that's important. Yeah, I guess you do need that. And I think they had a trained bear there. That's what historians assume because the stage showed bear fights. What? Often. Oh. Yeah, because Elizabethan England was not a fun place to be in. No. Fuck. So... Bear baiting was, like, the other most popular entertainment, so oftentimes Shakespeare wrote dogs and bears and things into his plays, so he had something for the groundlings to laugh at, and people think that bear was, like, part of it. Oh, poor That's bear. That's crazy. That's, like, that, those were, like, the most popular things. It's, like, saying, like, like I don't know, like, watching reality TV and, like, becoming, like, a, a Nobel laureate are, like, the most popular, like, things of our time. It's just, like, really yeah. highs and lows here. 
Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Ty goes to the bear. Yeah, I mean, the bear... Let's not forget. If it was a close match in well, the... Well, they, they wound the bear a lot first. Oh, that's... And they chain it up. That's not cool. Yeah. It's really messed up. I don't I don't actually want to explain more. Well, so... Um, it's really let's bad. Let's change that, but then I do want to send a quick shout-out to uh, to Sean, uh, at least, who sent us a message with the, uh, the Canadian award-winning novel about the woman who does it with a bear. And uh, I think it's what? just... It's just called Bear. Um... Yeah, this what? this this blew up on the internet the other day. There's a it's also it's, what. <laughs> All right, obviously you haven't been checking our Facebook page recently. Uh, it's a book called uh, called Bear by Marietta Ingle, and it is a Canadian bestseller and winner of the Governor General's Award, which is one of the highest honors for books in Canada. And it's the shockingly erotic novel of a woman in love with a bear. Oh and, boy! And so we're obviously going to have Snow White Rose Red. We're actually going to have to read it. Oh. God. Uh, like, here is an excerpt from page 129. Bear, she cried, I love you. Pull my head off. The bear did not, but her menstrual fever made him more assiduous. Which I think means uh, green during the winter. I don't actually know. Yeah, that's what I thought it meant also. <laughs> what? Anyway, actual thing, free audiobook. We're definitely going to read it. So, bear is in our future. And that, so when you say pursued by a bear, that's what I think of. Romanced, it has flowers. Yeah, yeah. I actually <laughs> have, an, I, I have another animal-related one. Uh, yeah, please. Crab. Crab is the name of the dog in The Two Gentlemen of Verona. And The Two Gentlemen of Verona is a pretty rough Shakespeare play for a lot of reasons. But there's, like, a, <laughs> a like, ten-minute, totally separate from the plot, point in the middle of it, where the clown, one of the clowns named Launce, just talks about how his dog won't do what he asks him to. And uh-huh. it's, like... People still perform this play mostly so they can get a performing dog on stage. And it's always, uh-huh. like, the best I'm part of them. the play. And I just want to know about Crab. Yeah. I would love to know more about What's Crab. What's up? Also, I want a dog From named Crab. From whence his disdain. What, Chris? I'm sorry. From whence Crab's disdain of human commands. Yeah, it just, yeah, he just Perhaps from his shit. desire to be free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Crab just, uh, Crab just won't do anything. I, I love that. And then, and then I would love to also try to catch crab. And then it would be the deadliest catch. <laughs> you can try to catch them all. Yeah, yeah. All, all 251 crabs, including, uh, including what was the last one's name? You too. Um, yeah. Salibi. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, so I like, Alex, are you saying that if you had a dog, you'd name it Crab, but if you had a crab, you'd name it Sig Hansen? <laughs> I might name a dog Sig Hansen, too. That would be pretty fun. a good dog name. Uh, <laughs> or, or Sig Hansen's yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Also, Sig Hansen has a daughter, and she drives the boat on the new show. It's so fun. A woman? She's on the ship, oh, and they take... Great. Yeah, she's 17, and they take it really easy on her. It's on great. a boat? I know, it's so fun. Uh, her right. periods will uh, attract mermaids. <laughs> and Wait, you want those? You'll make the mermaids more assiduous. <laughs> So it's time for our second half of our compliment sandwich, and we're going to go in reverse order. Chris, what's your minor compliment? Okay, so George Lucas aside, I actually like the idea of prequels. I mean, I like young Indiana Jones, or, you know, the idea of young Sherlock Holmes, or, or Muppet some, babies. some of the other stuff. That's, yeah, Muppet Babies, classic, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, even Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah. Well, I guess oh, that's yeah. a sequel. 
That's a sequel because they're the kids of the original Tiny Toons. Right. But they're basically um, just the same as but younger. So it's sort of like a prequel. Yeah. So I sort of like I, – I, I like the idea of having them all as kids and, and setting up some interesting situations and some tensions there. Like, oh, they actually did know each other and a little bit of that. Um, but once this book got into adult stuff, uh, it – lacked any complexity or subtlety but i was gonna ask complexity actually, and subtlety is exactly what kids are about and right so it did that pretty well i was gonna ask this at first i was kind of frustrated like it seems like it's a really lazy idea to just steal other people's characters and write about them uh yeah but there are a lot of good works that are like that like rosencrantz goldenstern and uh, wicked you know like a ton of stuff um there's plenty of times where somebody like is inspired by a, a minor character in a, in a work to make a great work so it's not that i so how do you? I guess how do you guys feel about it? Does it seem lazy? Or is it worse when she does it several times to Shakespeare, or is it just that this is a bad well, book? If you and brought anything new or interesting to it, rather than like you know back of the cereal box feminism, I think it'd be you know. Well, what better. cereal are you buying? Uh, Lady O's. <laughs> <laughs> Not a feminist cereal. I'm just guessing. I think ladies well, want to eat the same O's. I think they. I think that's what they're fighting for the right for, Chris. To eat the same O's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand the feminism, but I do understand cereal. So you're talking my game now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand Hamlet, but I do understand Lion King. I I do know that they don't want ladios, but if they were ladios, it would be like yogurt covered because that's how the cereal markets to women, and there'd be strawberries on the box. <laughs> they do they would have like someone in, like short shorts, like eating them, and be like. I get, like, this whole bowl of radios. <laughs> oh, one of my favorite food advertising memes is women laughing at salad. Oh, Have you yeah. seen this? Yeah, yeah. Where it's just photos of all women, like, laughing at a salad they're about to eat. <laughs> just joyful, the women who are about to eat salad. Um, is that, like, yes. weird, like, Starkist tuna ad in there? Because I laugh hysterically whenever that ad comes on. <laughs> when the women are like, my salad is too boring. And then an animated tuna appears and throws fish at their heads, and they're like, ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> that does make any salad more interesting. I'm with them. Yeah, but he's yeah, like has that, that weird food. Brooklyn accent. Oh, it's a weird ad. <laughs> it's a weird ad. I'd take that cartoon tuna over the uh, Geico pig any day. I would take most mm. things over that Geico pig. I'm a vegetarian yeah, and I, I would that kill pig. that Although, pig for bacon. <laughs> I would kill that pig for sport. Yeah. Tanya and I still laugh every time that uh, sassy camel comes by, though, on the ad. Yeah, but like, guess what day it is? I'm like, oh, oh that's not that's that lady yeah, like Eminem in that? That's too much stuff in that ad. Uh, where are we? Uh, minor compliment, me, right? Me. Yeah. Yep. I am sad at the loss of temporary death potions. Where did they go? They seemed useful. <laughs> All you need is a, a slice of mandrake, and you soak it in water for an indeterminate period of time, but too much will kill you, and too little will ruin your plan. <laughs> and then you drink it, and it's like you're dead for a drink little it, while. Drink it, but make sure to and climb a tree bury- first. <laughs> yeah, climb a tree first, and then also you can tell they're not dead because they're still subtly breathing. Yeah, totally Technology did not super was not breathing. All we had was leeches. All right. Yeah. yeah they're like, like, I wonder put if a leech on her. I wonder if she's breathing. Yeah. Throw a leech on there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, it did. It did work though. It's super helpful, and uh, it gets you out a lot of pickles if you can just per- play dead. Yeah. You're just like you, you've gone defense. through like yeah. your eighth secret identity. Right. Like you just like change names and like move so many times just anytime like you have a little awkward situation at a party, you're like, Oh, time to play dead. <laughs> just the mandrake comes out. 
Like, yeah, I'm not Chris at all. You just must not recognize me. Like, oh, okay. Your 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 ex boyfriend shows up. You just take some mandrake, cut your hair, and now you're a boy yeah, at a different party. I'm just a heavily pregnant boy. <laughs> <laughs> also, presumably, Please excuse she me while has, I go like, down and squat to pee. She probably has like you know soft features, right? She probably look you know no beard. I don't know. You know that she had some titties. I don't know who well, she, she was calling. <laughs> They did. <laughs> she talked about. They did them mention wrapping those. She she did mention them by name. I don't know who she fooling. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ezra. What's your minor compliment? Uh, I'm kind of split because there's this one line where uh, Ophelia's like, um, "They were careless of me, leaving me to roam freely like a pet goat," and I loved the idea. This is like in the first like chapter, or so it's like, "Oh man, what if she was a goat for this entire time? Oh. A pet goat? A pet? Yeah. Not a wild goat. A pet goat." Mm-hmm. Yeah, one. Oh, you know that video game Goat Simulator, where you're just a goat and you can blow shit up by running at oh. it. Oh, sounds great. Yeah, it's, I thought sure you were joking, and now I think you might be serious. No, be it's, serious. it's like Grand Theft Goat. Oh, <laughs> or Goat Theft Auto. Yeah, I think it's Goat yeah. Theft Auto because if you were Grand Theft Goat, it would just be a guy running around taking oh, a goat, goat at gunpoint. Yeah. By theft, I mean you control it. You pistol whip you, you somebody off the cars. goat, and then you run away with it. Could it be Grand Goat Goat? Yeah. Goat Goat Gatto? <laughs> that would be where a goat pistol whips another goat and then rides away on a goat? I'm not sure I understand this yeah. game. <laughs> also, and maybe pistol pays money to another goat for goat sex. <laughs> and then, like, takes the, the goat money back, I think? Or, like, just spends the whole time driving the goat around on the ramps? There's a lot of different ways <laughs> yeah. you can play Goat Theft The ramps Goto. are made of goats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also... Why are there so many ramps? <laughs> My favorite was Goat Theft Goto 4, Goat City. <laughs> I, or, San Andreas Goat. <laughs> yeah, maybe it should have been Vice Goat. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Uh, oh, so, you're t- so you're torn? Oh, because I want to do that one, but also at the same time, um, there's another thing where like they had this line where, uh, like, men are the head, women are the neck. You know, and so like, oh. you, you turn the... Uh, you can turn the head when you have to the neck. Right. But, like, uh, and this is true, like, necks are totally important. Because, like, <laughs> yeah. my son, like, cannot hold his neck up. Like, he can't do much with it. Yeah. Yeah. But he's also shown me that there's, like, a more powerful body part, which is absolutely, like, like the overactive sphincter. And, like, uh-huh. that kind of trumps everything. Like, you cannot pay attention to what the head's doing if the butt's going off. <laughs> and, ladies and gentlemen, if you're playing the drinking game at home, finish your drinks. Ezra just made a baby poop joke. I... <laughs> Yeah, I was like, well, it did take you almost an hour before you dropped your son into this show. I wanted to save it. I wanted to do it once. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, although, I, I wonder if it sounds like you're implying that in a relationship, uh, the husband is the head and the wife is the baby sphincter. I don't think no, that's, I'm, yeah, that's not my point. I'm just saying... <laughs> I should... <laughs> my, and my nobody's really happy if, when if you, that happens. If you want to control the relationship... Then you should be the the baby sphincter. That's that's my point. Yeah, we it's can the make brown you rule. shit. Uh, he can he controls the sphincter, makes the rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I like that as much. Although I also don't like the idea that she's the neck because it does feel like uh, then she can't see. Yeah, she's got a or, leech for that though. Yeah, maybe she needs a leech. Uh, there's also a lot of other things she could be, you know, like the shoulders or like a different person. It's hard to know exactly. Yeah, or an equal. Yeah, how about a different but equal person? <laughs> yeah. yeah, an equal. Uh, 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 another head, but with just 
you know, softer features and no beard and, a, and longer hair. More emotional intelligence on average. <laughs> Gross. Uh, all right. Uh, Ezra, what, yeah. when do they get neck strength? Oh, uh, I mean, they're, they're working on it. We, yes, how many times? <laughs> they, haven't, like... they haven't quite invented it yet, but we have doctors working around the clock. <laughs> we got leeches. I don't know. Uh, so soon, you think? Yeah, I don't know, a month. I, I don't know, man. Time is like, time is a stream. Like, I exist in a waking dream. <laughs> Who knows what's going on? Yeah, I wonder if Ophelia's more fun on intense sleep deprivation. Oh, yeah. That's a great way to have someone be fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean her. I mean, like, listening to this book when you're intensely sleep deprived. Oh, I meant you. It's weird. It's weird. And also, I didn't really believe any of, like, the baby sex, uh, like, with with Hamilito because like <laughs> she's like oh he's so great he's so great it's like he's like a newborn I love him so much and like at no point she's like I'm going like I'm actually going crazy right now she's never seen <laughs> that once yeah, yeah book babies are always convenient it's like the Twilight baby right like she had a baby that was a baby for half a day so she didn't have to deal with it yeah that's yeah with true. weird adult face yeah Ugh. people don't CG actually want face. babies <laughs> they don't they really like them when they first, they're like oh and then don't want to hear about it yeah yeah. Uh, good for you, Ezra. Actually, having a baby. The old-fashioned way. Yeah. Yeah. A non Where it doesn't skill. Yeah. It doesn't skill. Wait, you didn't have to turn your wife into a vampire in order for the baby to not like he tear did, her apart. He did bite through her stomach to get it out. Oh. That was that was for us though. That wasn't like out of necessity. <laughs> that leaves you, Sarah. What's your minor compliment? Uh, my minor compliment is that. As soon as the book started, I predicted how it would end. Uh, with a baby? No, I didn't. I, the baby was a, was a maybe to me, but as soon as oh, it started, I was like, you thought she oh, Ophelia's at a nunnery, and she's going to hook up with Horatio. And then I was you right. Did, you saw that coming? You were like, oh, she's going to fuck Horatio. Uh, well, the nunnery oh, line is so famous. Disappointing ending. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah. that's probably... Because I guessed that anyway. Like, That's probably how they're going to do the third act of the book. I didn't think it was going to be as long as it was, but that letter, I was like... Oh, Horatio time. Uh, I like that. I like the idea of just taking like single, singular, very famous Shakespeare lines and like making that the whole point of the book. Yeah. Like I, I oh, would, yeah. Like if you were if you were doing like a No Retreat, No Surrender for Macbeth, and it's just it's just like the last act is just somebody learning spot treatment. Yeah. At, like tied to go. <laughs> And that's our show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we're going to be back again next week. Next week, we're going to be talking about Labyrinth. Oh. The 1986 Jim Henson film featuring David Bowie's trousers. Oh. I know. I'm so jealous. <laughs> you can still watch, watch it, it, Sarah. I own it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited. I haven't seen it, uh, but I'm really... What? I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's some... It's some... It's... It's an experience. Oh That's what I, I'm looking forward to it. Our sponsor, Helen, uh, said that she loved puppets as a kid, uh, loved the puppets as a kid, and now as an adult, appreciates David Bowie's glory even more. So, it's grown on her. Oh, man. Jim Henson's son was cool. the one who suggested David Bowie for the movie. Because they were like, who's who's cool enough for this? And then David Bowie's like, yeah, I'll do it, and I'll write all the music. That's pretty awesome. Good job, Bowie. Good job. 
Yeah, it's a good get. Nice. Uh, the only thing I know of of the of the movie Labyrinth is in uh, uh, the movie about the that guy who turned out to be a pedophile who plays Elmo. Or maybe not. I can't remember how that court case ended. Anyway, um, the movie about the Elmo um, guy, uh, he was yeah. in it, and there's just a thing where a, there was a thing ch- juggling eyeballs. That's all I remember. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. I'm so excited for you to see this movie. <laughs> I am too. It's going to be great. And thanks to Helen for sponsoring it. And thanks to Emily for sponsoring this episode. Uh, you, you forced four people to finish a book that you said you couldn't finish yourself. So I hope you feel like a powerful... King, maybe. Like, feel like a king. I don't blame you. I mean, yeah. the ending of this book is terrible. Yeah, and it's not like after the tragedy happens and she's like, leaves for the nunnery. It's not like you needed any of that stuff. Yeah. Now, guys, the, the thing that I can't figure out is like, if neither a power or a lender be, but like, to your own self being true, like, what if you're truly a borrower, you know? Oh, like, you mean like you're a mouse that lives in like a house made of buttons? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. What if you're one of the borrowers? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, not to be confused, of course, with that really cute child story, The Lenders, which is about small people who just give buttons to people. Yeah. They're not actually mice, right? They're little people. They're, they're yeah, like they're little hobbits. Yeah. 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 The Lenders. Or maybe The Lenders is just about the big people who are like, we have enough buttons, you can have some. Yeah, yeah. you can view the buttons. Mm-hmm. Or about large commercial baking companies that make bagels. Oh, right. Oh. I like their bagel <laughs> shop bagels. Those were my favorites. Mmm. Delicious. I have, I'd borrow one of those. I have opinions about The <laughs> Lenders bagels. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's good. Also, if that if that book was spun off, it would just be about somebody borrowing things the whole end of the book. <laughs> Hey, hey uh, uh, can I can I take that? Hey, for can I get you a cool? for like ten bucks? Yeah, yeah but I need it right back. I, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Um, Sarah, can you do me a solid? I, I need like uh, twenty to fifty dollars. We Is should that... do. Oh man, can you imagine if we just did like a sequel to like the song Hey Ya, where we just found out like you know, what happened with that sugar that he wanted to yeah, buy? Yeah, I mean, hopefully he nope, returned the favor and he their neighbor. <laughs> no, what if he like moved out the next day? Like, just they oh. woke up and his house was cleared out. Gotta find that sugar. Bit. It was just a little note that was like, "I got your sugar, bitch." And, and all these Polaroid it. pictures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then it's like taken. <laughs> also, maybe that sugar cup of sugar was that that neighbor's chased treasure that they've been hanging on to. Oh. So it's really important. It really hurts the first yeah. time you lend someone a cup of sugar. Well, that's your fault. <laughs> you might be doing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so that that's uh, our that's that show. Oh, uh, thank you for joining us. I was saying uh, goodbye to people. I was saying uh, thanks for being here at Sea Walker Smith and at Ezra Fox. Yeah, hey, of course. I'm at Alex underscore Falcon. We are together at Read underscore Weep. We're also on Facebook and Read Weep.com. Also, our mailing list is a great place to go. If you go to Read Weep.com, join the mailing list. We will. Uh, you, you can keep informed. We ask questions all the time. We need help with things. Um, this week's question on the email list was like other podcasts that you like, that you think would make good, good crossover shows. And we got some great suggestions about other shows to cross over with. So if you have any of those. Book, book Fight was what, that? What is? Book Fight. Yeah, Book Fight was a great suggestion. Um, from the AV Club. So that sort of thing. So if you have any ideas for that, you can go to redistrict.com, join the mailing list, uh, or or just send us some feedback. And thank you for being here at Sarah Hathaway. Thanks for having me, guys. I love talking some Shakespeare. 
Yeah, you clearly yeah. know your shit. I I know I know me from Shakespeare. This is no Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's it for our show. We'll be back again next week. Goodbye, everybody. Psh. Exit, read and weep. Chased by bear. <laughs>